Sifir Aleph's Ivav. If you make tzitzis from wool that was stolen, it's possible. The pasuk says you should make lahem misha lahem from that which belongs to you. We see by sukkas. I'm going to see later even that it's relevant to borrow tzitzis whether you can make a bracha on borrow tzitzis or not. So the Ramah says, "Hagav edafke shegazal hachutin, avlam gazal tzemer v'asan chutin k'sherim." That zafke talk and going to Ramah is if you stole strings, you stole tzitzit strings, but if you stole wool and you made the strings, then it's kosher milachatchila v'aslasaisen. But lachatchila one should not do so. Obviously, the Ramah says, "But l'maisa, if you have such stolen tzitzit, it's kosher." Mishnah Berurah says. If cotton evolves, if cotton of Zionamin and so on, Lahemi Shalom near a Pasha to who I didn't Imloka Hatzis Bakafa, Ramoicher Oil Vanavik Azuze. What happens? You borrow credit. You go to Zonal Berman, you put it on credit. And now the guy's coming after you for the money. The Zaini writes to Shaman, you don't want to pay him. The Medina Ainam Shaloik, the Isa Bechayish Mishim Simikov Tzadik, Chalki, I gave him Kate Noyotsim and I didn't buy Tzitzis. What happens? You buy in credit. So. Do you own it now? When you bought a container of milk on the store credit, do you own the milk? Sure. Presumably, now you just owe him money. Says, One second, the guy is already coming after you for the money, and you're not paying him, then he's mocked on, on those tears, he wants the scissors back. Right? He might, right? Even if he won't take them physically back from you, because they're dirty or this or that, but me aside, he wasn't masking now for that whole mechir. Because he can't make a brach on such scissors either. And, uh, the Bira Lacha says uh, that um, the Bira Lacha who says I saw somewhere that if in uh, such a case it's gzela and he can't make a bracha on it and therefore I, I saw I saw if someone says he should be careful it was Mishabur Vaitam that says therefore you have to be careful to pay for it. Means the best is not to buy. You go to the Berman, you put things on on the credit. Tzitzis you shouldn't put on credit. Not credit card. Credit cards are Credit cards are you credit card. I'm crediting on the store credit. You make sure you pay for it up front. Shouldn't have it on credit. Now, why did buying the wool and then changing it help? Because then you have a shinui. Right? If you have a shinui, right, we all know if you're on the above see you know something you could be kinda with shinui with shinui on the chef, it's shinui hashem, right? So if there's yush and there's a shinui, so then you can be kinda it. She goes like right, he says, Well I feel like puzzle, the age like kana, right? If I feel my hayahutim, shizurin wahu shizarin will come back and khajza shinui. See even we spoke about how they have to be intertwined. It says intertwining is not enough. To consider the shino, they're the same threads are just intertwined. We'll see. She goes lachud naim magan avram. The sfirlay the akram miyet afilu masa chud mitzemer gazli. We made it from magan avram says even if you made it from stone wool, it's no good. Kshirim. Let's see when it's kosher. The taz mevayer the ayri arama echid aviyeish gamkin. Drama he says this true. Drama said that if you took the wool and you spun it, it's kosher. Is dafke talking about not? There has to be yish as well. Which means that the Baal, original Baal gave up on getting them back. The Kanya and the Ukraine now be used for Shinya Hashem. Ukraine with two things. 
the fact that it was yush, and after the yush, you would change, you would change what this item is called from being called wool to being called strings. The meikar it's samer originally it was wool, the hash, and now it's chutin strings. Avol magen avram because of the mistamer amal mash mesurle dafil kodim yish kasher kanyim b'shinim mice. He's the Mogan of Rabbi says that's what he holds. But he says, Mashman, even without Yish, that with Shini Maisa alone, you were kind it, so even if the Bible never gave up on getting it back. So too, the Mishabur says, he's Mdaikin, they're going that the going holds like that also. Now, the in Gaza Chutim, whatever he stole strings, Umukhar and Laachil, Nay Yish. And you sold it to somebody else before Yish. So now you have Yish and Shini Rishus. Right, changing ownership. Right, but if, uh, if you, right, because usually if you have Yish and Shinui Yishus, that can also be a Kenyan. But here you sold it before Yish, also lo yatsa Shini Batzitas is Shinui Yishus below Yish like on. Because one of our rules in Bav Mitzvah is you need Yish for Shinui Yishus, which means if there's a change of ownership, which means if I sold someone a stolen item after Yish, then that third guy now owns the item. I might be mukhif to pay back who I stole, but that third guy owns the item. This is a Kenyan. The is what happens if there's Yish after it was sold. And then he goes on of other such cases. The bottom line is the person has to make sure, be careful, to make sure that you own your tzitzis fair and square. And therefore you should buy your tzitzis from a reputable dealer. Because if you buy your tzitzis from a shady fellow, right, and you don't know where he got it from, you're just like the black market for Sifre Tire. I'm not saying there's such a big black market for Tzitzis because uh, the profit margin is not that big, but I might say you have to make sure that you, you buy from somewhere it's fair and square. Mm-hmm. Once in, huh? Like 20, 30, 40 years ago in schools in America, they used to teach kids strange, stranger danger. A guy right. who hides behind the corner looks like a right. scary guy. So, so buy, but you comes to it, just make sure you're buying from a from a reputable deal. That's all. I mean, sifkan la meral la seisan. You shouldn't do lechatchilu. It's leimul hat la tzitz el vigdom shemitzav babavera. Meaning, even if you have something with it was yish and shini rishos, and technically now you own it, you still lechatchilu should not go make tzitz out of it. It's a mitzvah babavera. Okay, sif zayin chutin sheulin borrowed strings. So we just saw it has to be mishalahem. Alright, What happens if I borrow strings from somebody? So now, when you borrow strings, it's like a halva. What's the difference between a halva and a typical borrowed item? When you borrow money from somebody, a loan, he doesn't expect that money back. I'm not talking about when it's put in escrow, specifically to hold on to. In a regular case, you lend money, it's lights on it now. It's meant to be spent. And now he owes you new money, right? He owes you $100. So the Mechavah says, hey, when I lend you strings, I don't expect those strings back. What that means is you need strings today, you'll pick up strings tomorrow, you'll give me back different strings. And therefore, those strings I now own, even though I didn't buy them from you. That's what he's saying. Halvahi. No, he doesn't expect it back, therefore it's like it's yours. So like Mr. Brewer, Scott and Lamin Gimel. Pirish call Lash and Shayla. Anytime the Lashon of borrowing is Mashma Shiyakzilo Yosidav Ben. You're going to return that actual item. Av Lashon Halva, but when you use the term Halva in Chazal, it's like Sonin, it's meant to be spent. The Ilu Chutin Shaulin, and now we're saying that what? That borrowed strings, Mistama Hava Halva. Mustama, the stam when you go to a guy and you borrow strings, is he meant to give it to you to use to keep? For Karina Leib Mishalahem. It's like it's yours. What happens? The guy comes to you straight out and says, I need these strings tomorrow. I'm putting them on my tits, but if you want to put them on your tits today, you're short, you know, right? 
You could use them. It's law you varech law. You don't make a brach on it. Those who say Right, the guy gives you today, in those days, scissor strings, I guess, there were similar strings used for other purposes. He says, today, where a guy gives you ones that are obviously meant for tzitzis, only for the mitzvah, he had nothing else in mind. You can put him on your tongue make a brachet, because when he gave it, lent it to you, he knew you wanted it for the mitzvah. So therefore, you can assume that he's giving it to you in matanam because he's giving it to you whatever is required, whatever you need, so you can make a brach on it. Whereas Naaman Machaber, a guy lent you the strings, and he wanted those strings back, he wasn't necessarily assuming you're putting them on your tzitzis, he might have thought you were using it, to, I don't know, for fishing line, or I don't know, to hold your pail when you went to the well, or whatever else. Sivches. Someone who bowed down to someone who bows down to an animal, tzamer apostle tzitzis. It's tzamer is apostle for tzitzis. You can't use that wool to make tzitzis out of it, because you use But if you go take fresh flax, right, the way it grows, and someone bowed down to that, that. That you could still make out of tzitzis, because that there was a shini done to it. Your, your linen is not, uh, if you're using linen for tzitzis, it's not like the real, real flax. Let's see the Mishaburus. Tzamra wool. After Dovar never any usher, the carbon of the hedgechari, even though something that was served to is generally not usher for a carbon, uh, is only usher for a carbon, not generally usher to a regular person. Makom makim usher with the tzitzis. Makom makim for the mitzvah of tzitzis, it's forbidden. Hoyo v'tzorche gavaya hu, ma'az klapi gavaya. Since it's being used for a mitzvah, it's mitzvah by the rabbi Shleim. Hod lo yishtani kol kach. Since it didn't have a big change. The adayin chazusi alav v'nir shutem, because it still looks like wool. Ba'ashenkim v'mishtach v'elopishtan the two. If you go to bound to raw flax, it's more like a wood. The cave and chest are chut, and afterwards you made it into strings. It doesn't look like flax. But you go show somebody a plant of flax, right? It doesn't look like linen garments. Whereas wool on a sheep, if you, I mean, when you share it and you look at the wool, right? Wool is wool. Right? It's, it's refined a little bit, but it, but, it, but it still looks like the original. And therefore, one shouldn't use that for mitzvah tzitzis. He says this is according to Rabbi Mechaber. Apostles is any rak lechatchilu mishnah mas of b'diavyatz. Meaning, when we see use the term apostle here over here, it's talking about only lechatchilu because it's mius used for mitzvah, but b'diavyatz you are yaitzah. And the chenkas v'agrab b'simin zedlin in b'diavyatz machlekes shnuyah. So he says the going also holds. Only the wool that was on it, while person bowed down to the sheep, is awesome. So here we have a machlekes. So he's saying, if wool was there on a sheep before, and then afterwards it was bowed down to, after it was shorn, so the first sheep to bring says it's not a problem. It's only anything that was grew after you bowed down to the sheep, right? When you was growing, ready. First my number says, let's say I, I gave the, the sheep a haircut. Right now, someone else goes and bows down to it. So I'm going to pass on my original here. But then that I already cut off. Now the bnei chia says lehepach. The mashagol aches shenevad mut. And he argues, says, anything that was not on the sheep at the time you bowed down to it, and later grew, is also not also. Because it wasn't on it. You, you didn't bow down to this wool. 
Right, let's say. I understand, but this wool wasn't there when you were bowing down to it. Meaning, the question is, if, I got, if a guy goes and bows down to a sheep today, right, does that ask for any wool that will ever grow on this sheep? So that's a machlekes. Right? Meaning, it was a dafka wool that was on the sheep when it was bowed down to. Do we say that now this whole sheep becomes a chavzer of Isra because once someone bowed down to it? What's Satan Metzius? No, I mean, it sounds like, it, you know, the only way it makes sense in, in my understanding would be Metzius, whether or not you bow down to the, sh- to the hair or the, the wool, you bow down to the sheep. Yeah, but even if you bow down to the sheep, who says that that, that, that wool, that, that hair that comes later <coughs> is Osir? Meaning, is, is it that now that once a sheep was once bowed down to, this sheep is now Osir Lo'elam? Right? So that's my... Oh, no, example. So that's my colleagues here. My colleagues here is, do we say that that, that once you bow down to the sheep, now anything that happens to the sheep gets a shame of ladies on it, or dafka now, but let's say, you know, it gets shaved and someone else owns it now, or whatever else, and now more hair grows. That, that's not going to be awesome because of the hair that was here the first time. Once it was nekar, once it was caught, then it becomes asr, right? Once the, the flax was caught, if someone bows down to it, so then it becomes asr. And then even loyal me'ad, even if you change it, it's no good. So tafka, while it was still growing, if someone bowed down to it, it's mutter. Use it afterwards. Sift. Today, yeah, Siftas. Yasen Nekev. Now we're going to talk about where to put the strings on the bagged. Yasen Nekev. You should make the hole ba'erechatalus, the length of the talus. Which we'll see later which way is the length and width. Loyla mala megimel etzpayis. Not further up than three etzpayis, which, as we spoke about uh, centimeters, you know, it comes out about seven centimeters. Should be further into the beged than seven centimeters from the edge. Because that's no longer considered the corner. And not less than the shear of one girdle until the nail. Right? Let's see the Mishnah Baru, what he means it is. Right, the Yasa Nekev, she makes the whole cosplay, says, Afshay, I'm the Yasa Bez in the coven. Okay, this, we're gonna, we'll skip this if Kong, we basically talks about the Tassam Kathleen today, we still have that, where they have two holes in that sentence. With a Tsayri, it looks like a Tsayri, and the string goes around the two holes. We talks about how to count, you know, which corner, which hole has to be how, how far away from the corner. So let's go to Sifim Kandem. But Eirech, Ayin Lekamam Mishabur Sifim Kandem. Leila Mayal Megimel shouldn't be higher than three Gaidlin. Leila Mikri Knafai Beged. It's not considered the corner of the Beged. El Beged. Now you're ready on the actual Beged itself, not the corner of the Beged. If a Torah costs from the Torah's rights, I'll count a big day which means the corner of the Beged. Ba'ayim Beisayis is the cost of the Gimel at Spice with Simpson Mutter Laharchik Vlas Achach Nekav Sham. Beisayis says a person could go up. Three at spice exactly, and that's where you can make his hole. For Harbi, right, meaning above, the hole begins. The bottom of the hole is at the three, three gudlim point. For Harbi, place can chalak mazal. Many argue on this. V'sviru lud mikivun to have a gimel at spice. Su beged mikivul akarav. Once you reach, some argue say once you reach the three, now you're ready. If the hole would start at the three point, you're ready on the actual beged, right? 
Therefore, a person should be careful to make it should be within the Gimelot space. If a person makes it higher than Gimel, if afterwards like he tries to fold up the corners so that doesn't feel doesn't look like it's so far from the end. then it'll look like it's less than gimel. So it's so good. So too, if you make it above. A Right, and sometimes when you make the knots, what happens? It bunches up the baget, right? So now what happens if it bunches up to the point where now it looks, it appears to be closer to the end of the baget than it really is? Because the corner still has the actual shear of the baget. I just want to see, I'll show you here one second. Last week we talked about how long ago that if you fold up your corner, that it's still. That we still look still at it as if it's down. Right, so it's the same thing over here. It's the same idea, right. See, I'm trying to picture here. Two. Right. So he shows over here, right, it shouldn't be less than from. Where you measure the agaidal in your finger till the end of your nail. Right over here, we would measure the girdle for the width. So that's part where you're measuring the girdle for the width. That's where you measure to the top of your nail to say it shouldn't be below that amount, which is approximately uh, uh, half an inch. Mm, the the, the shroom they give is in centimeters, about four centimeters. So it's about two and a half centimeters to an inch. So it's more than that. Right? A little bit above two inches. So basically it comes out that between between four and seven centimeters is where the hole should be. Which means that the center of the hole to be to make sure rums should be approximately between five and six centimeters. Yeah, the end of the between five and six centimeters above the edge. Okay. Uh, we already saw earlier when we talked about good good how to measure it. The same thing as earlier. It's not called a corner. Even after you made the tzitzis, I feel a rock. Chulia achas chotach banekev shiilu at tzitzis lamata. I feel hachi pasim shem tasleim in osi. Now let's say you made it lower, and now you want to raise it, right? And you'll sew up the bottom, or you'll rip it down. Right, you made it too high. So then you have a problem with tassav loy minasri. Because strings have to be put on in the proper place. So the same thing he says over here. If you, um, if you, let me see if, a, let me see if he has a picture on it. Yeah, so he shows over here. Now, the edges, if it uh, if it starts falling or unraveling, so the best thing is to take off the scissors, sew it up, and then put it back on. Until the fingernails 
meaning to dafka to the top of your nail where it reaches the top of your finger. Since if your nail goes over your finger, it's not how to measure. And it's dafka where it measures. Okay, let's finish the Mechaber inside. Why do you have to put in this place? And if it's below this minimum amount, it's considered below the corner. Meaning mean, it's considered on the edge of your baggage, and not on the corner of the baggage. Very important to know. When you're measuring how far away from the corner, so you, can't, you don't take the corner and measure on an angle up to the hole. You have to measure the guidelin by going up and across and meeting on a 90 degree angle but not on an angle and if you want to know how well they knew math you measure straight like we're going to see on the width also don't measure them on an angle because on the angle two-fifths on an angle you'd be two-fifths further away for too far up because it's two-fifths less when you measure on an angle than when you move away and measure a 90 degree angle so the Mishra tells us you can go check mathematically if you're not sure if he's right You'll see it's correct. Stop here.